Music makes the world go round. It's the international language understood by most everyone. But when it comes to doing your work, do you have the music playing? And if so, is it soft and in the background, loud and in your face, or somewhere in between? We are going to talk about the pros and cons of whistling while you work, as well as tips for working from home on this episode of The Business Buffet. Today's episode is brought to you by F1 for Help, your on-site service and support specialists. If your computer is doing something it shouldn't, give Joe a call at 208-687-0183. Welcome to the Business Buffet Podcast with Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. This is a conversation in and around business with a pinch here and a sprinkle there of anecdotal stories. Like most buffets, we will offer the staples, you know, the things that are in every buffet, the meat and potatoes with the cursory helping of veggies. Our Business Buffet podcast aims to give you the fundamental principles and strategies any successful business needs to know. Please subscribe to the Business Buffet podcast wherever you download your podcasts. We hope you're hungry as the Business Buffet is open and ready to serve. Now, here is Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. Hello and welcome to or welcome back to the Business Buffet, our main dish, uh, the big meal. And uh, with me uh, again from afar is my good friend, Ed Bejarana. Ed, how is it going? You know, it is going good. I'm going to be one of the first people on the planet to be able to say I not only survived the famine, but I gained weight. (laughs) Well, you are still having a buffet then, is that correct? <laughs> well, of course, I, I planned ahead. So seriously, how how's everything going in the Bejarana household through this whole coronavirus thing that we'll look back uh, on years and we'll look back, uh, you know, as a little documentation, right? Right, absolutely. Well, we're, we're recording actual uh, as-we-go evidence of this uh a pandemic experience. Yeah, but things guys, are going good. Okay, things are good. Things are good. The wife's good. The dogs are good. Well, you know, I my business. I'm I'm kind of used to working from home anyway. Yep. So staying home, working from home. Uh, yeah, I, I, I usually have a little bit more human interaction, but you know, I've got video chat. I mean, I'm looking at you. Uh, Picking your nose. What, why nope, are you picking? I'm not get, picking my get nose. Get your finger out of your nose. For that goodness. is not my nose. <laughs> oh, but we digress. <laughs> How are you doing? How's, how's life in, uh, in Phil land? Well, I'll tell you. In the last week and a half, uh, I have been to um, four states, three provinces, and two countries. Um. Now, with that said, still self-quarantined. I've been in a car in a hotel room and and outside a, an assistant living assisted living place up in Canada. Uh, Shelly's mom is not doing well, and and we weren't allowed to go in, but we could talk to her through the glass. Um, and it was great because it was three degrees outside and we were in snow, so that was fun. But yeah, it's been a very interesting few weeks, that's for sure. But we're hanging in there. Uh, do you ever get outside your property? When's the last time you stepped foot outside your property in the last, say, three weeks? Well, I went out this morning. I went shopping. I went oh, you over did? To, yeah, I went to Cash and Carry and picked oh, up some more meat. Um, you know, I, I was falling down on my six-month supply of meat in the freezer. But uh, Gotcha. That and 
And hot chocolate. We were running out of hot chocolate. You know, the bare essentials. <laughs> the priorities, if you will. No, well, but beyond that, I mean, we, we took a ride this weekend. We load oh, up the dogs yeah. and we good. go drive around. And, and you know, it kind of reminds me of um, the old Monty Python movie. You know, <laughs> bring out your dead. I'm driving down the road looking for... For click people lock, bringing click out click the- lock, click lock, click lock, click lock, click lock. It's probably the wrong Monty Python movie, but yeah. So uh, that's pretty funny. Um, well, I, I'm going to tell you something, and I know I keep picking topics that you that get you scratching your head, and I think I've I picked another one, but and I know this topic isn't necessarily you know what what brings the idea of business strategies for small business to the top of anyone's mind. But go with me on this, will you, Ed? I'm going with you. I'm going okay. with you. So the whole idea behind this uh, episode is music when you work, yes or no. And I really, this has been something that's been on my mind for a long time, but I've not pulled the trigger on it. Well, with this coronavirus in full effect, many have been forced to participate in social distancing, and that means working from home. So I've wanted to talk about this, like I said, forever. And I think this is the time, right? It's a lighthearted subject that I think many will find interesting, although we'll dive into some other more serious challenges working from home brings, okay? So as I was writing this episode, as I said, we've been up to Canada and back, right? Uh, I was up against the clock. I had to write this quick, and it was during wine time. Now, during wine time in my house, in our house, Ed, we listen to music. In fact, I have a wine time playlist on Spotify. So here I was writing away, trying to get in a groove, hit the pocket, a rhythm of writing, if you will. You like all those? You like what I said there? Now, I need to put a disclaimer in here. Phil is white. <laughs> he doesn't really have much groove. Oh, come on. You're killing me, you Mr. Drummer. I can hang with you. I can I can keep a rhythm with... Uh, we're going to go head to head on this. That's right. So well, plus, I'm gonna go, plus, we're going to get complaints on the social channels. Uh, oh, well. You know, I, yeah, well okay. Say la vie. We're going to get into Sorry. complaints. Sorry. I anyway, broke your rhythm. I you broke did, your rhythm there. Go for I'm, it. But I was in the pocket, and I'm still there. The beats of the keyboard, the keystrokes and key changes with dramatic pauses, a chorus of flooding words, and I'm writing this stuff, right? And Nora Jones comes on, and then Tracy Chapman, and then Dave Brubeck, and UB40, and Jamie Coleman. And, you know, you get the idea. So if you're a DJ at a radio station, and I think those still exist, your job is to listen to music while working. But if not, well, that's when opinions start to vary. So I ask you, Ed, straight out, can you work with music playing? Of course. No, I mean, I, I started as a professional musician at the age of nine. Music is really a, an integral part of my life. I choose different types of music based upon the different type of work that I'm doing. And there's times when, no, I, I just need it to be silence. Mm-hmm. I, it, you know, I'm, I'm an odd duck in that I'm both an engineer and an artist. So it, it's not typical that you use both sides of your brain um, in one body, but I do. And there's times when I'm doing the engineering side of what I do for a living. And the music, is, especially if there's talking in it, it it's just too distraction. If there's people singing uh, in the song, I, you know, there's, I just got to turn it off. I'll switch to classical music or I'll turn it off altogether. But no, I pretty much always have something going except those times when I'm doing deep analytical work. 
So it's funny you say, except when you're doing deep analytical work, because uh, I've walked into your office and you got classical music playing. And, right. and I guess I could probably have classical music playing in the background. I, I tend to not uh, have that at all. I don't really have any music playing ever unless I'm doing data entry or just number entries, right? Pulling numbers and entering them in and that sort of thing where it's kind of uh, rote and I don't have to think about it. I'm just taking something from one to the other. And, and at that point, I want some upbeat music because that gets me into a rhythm. It used to be that like when I skied, if I had music playing or whatever, I, it, whether I had it really playing or just thinking of a song, it would help in my rhythm of skiing, okay? And so that will help me, like some of my go-to songs are like Keeping the Faith by Billy Joel or Breakfast at Igor uh, or Sh the Shaker song from Spyro Gyra, Gyra picking up, Pick Up the Pieces by the average white band. And you say uh, white guys don't have groove. Those guys have a lot of groove. No, but, no, 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 no. I'm, not, I'm saying you as a white guy. <laughs> <do you? laughs> oh, no, it wasn't a broad brush. It was a it was a little fine brush no, that no, painted no. It's, you it's very, as no groove, Phil. You're very, very specific, <laughs> Phil. You have no hair. You have no groove. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not picking on you. So I tell you, we're going to have to set aside an entire day of, of music and backgammon. Those are, you there just added that to the, my list now. So, do you have any go-to songs? You know, I, I, it's not necessarily go-to songs, although I, you know, I would say um, Bohemian Rhapsody, 25 or 6 to 4. Oh, good you know, one. Just yeah, about there you go. Anything from Chicago, you know, Spyro Gyra, Earl Klug. There you uh, go. Yeah. Good friend of mine. Um, you fact, know Earl? Earl Klug. I do. Really? Fact, Earl got me through the school of music. When I, <laughs> when I went to the school... You know, of course, now I'm a classically trained marimba player and really at the time pat myself on the back, one of the best in the world. So I get to the school of music and we're taking the audition to get into the education part. And I'm figuring I'm going to test out because honestly, I'm arrogant and, and I'm really good. So it's I get into the- Just ask you, right? Right. That's right. Just ask me. <laughs> you know, as far as marimba player, there's, a, there's only a couple of people better than me. Uh, so I go into the audition knowing that, you know, I got to play marimba, snare, and drum set. Okay, well, two out of three played at the perfect level, marimba and snare. Uh, you know, I'm going to test out. Well, it just so happens that one of the other auditioners, there's two, um, was one of the other great marimba players in the world, and we knew one another. And so they asked me, said, what, you know, what do you want to start on for, for your audition? I I'm figuring first impressions best. Let's start on the marimba. So <laughs> right. she had had me play a simple scale, and I s was kind of baffled by it. I played the scale, and then she asked kind of inquisitively, can you do that two octaves? And I know she's pandering. Right. So I play it two octaves, and she says, great, let's go to the drum set. Well, I, I didn't really know how to play drum set. I mean, I could hold a beat. Right, but right. I, I didn't really know how to play drum set. And I, I asked her, I said, you know, I just worked up, uh, you know, a movement from concerto for marimba. How about, can I play that for you? She says, no, Ed, I, I know you can play the marimba. The Army wants a drummer. Ah. Uh. I failed that test. That was, oh, that was horrible. thought I was going to get kicked out of the School of Music. But, no, I, Earl Klug, he got me through the School of Music. Listening to his music 24 hours a day taught me how to groove and taught me really how to play drum set. So, yeah, I listen to just about anything, Earl Klug. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I tell you, we talk about working with music playing, and, and if I'm mowing the lawn, I've got a mowing the lawn playlist, 
and I can I can. It takes me without music if I'm listening to a book or a podcast. Probably takes me about an hour to mow the lawn. Now I put on the mowing the lawn playlist again. This is I don't have to think about what I'm doing, and I can mow the lawn probably in like half the time. I book, and it's all done, right? Yeah, isn't your lawn like ten by ten feet? No, no, <laughs> no. I have a huge, huge yard in the back. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's okay. it's not for the weak, that's for sure. But um, you know, listening to music has some big time benefits uh, when you're working. Like for instance, when you're doing a repetitive task, like I just said, mowing the lawn or laundry or you know something like vacuuming. Um, uh, you know those sort of admin tasks, right? Listening to music can really help you get focused on that task at hand and make fewer errors, really. Um, those are some of the studies that have been done. Um, it's because listening to music triggers the release of like feel-good um, neurotransmitters such as dopamine, which makes you feel relaxed and happy. Have you ever heard that surgeons listen to music in the operating theater, Right. Oh, that's, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. So it gets that stuff released, gets those creative juices um, going. So while playing music while working is radically a personal thing, right? It's also just the tip of the iceberg. And when we talk about working from home, uh, my former wife got a job when she worked from home and it was a disaster. It wasn't, uh, it's not for everybody. And yet many are finding themselves today as we're doing this uh, podcast having to work from home. And I can't tell you how many times people say to me, well, you're so lucky you can do whatever you want whenever you want because you don't have a boss breathing down your neck. You know what They've I tell them? They've never met you, right? Well, that's yeah. right. My boss is a real freaking jerk. He's always there, never leaves, and he's a real pain in my butt. And my boss is me, you know? Um, how long have you been working from a home office? I started Zenith Exhibits January 7th of 2007. I've been working from home ever since. So I believe I have been working from a home office since 1989. And I I mean, I just can't, I still feel myself as unemployable because I just, it's a part of my DNA, right? Um, so you've been working at a home office, out of your home office for a while. So have I. And it, it ends up being how we need to do it, right? Well, you know, I can't imagine doing it any other way now. Uh, you know, there's times when I, I think, man, it, it might be easier to just go work for somebody. Then I don't have to worry about all of the details of running the business. But Oh, man, the freedom of being able to do what I want, when I want. Um, now, my wife and I, we work together well. She does my books. Uh, our office offices together. Um, you know, we've never really had an issue that m- some couples have mm-hmm. where, oh, no, I can't work with my wife. Uh, but she's basically retired. So, you know, if she gets frustrated, she gets up and leaves. And that's okay. <laughs> that's a counting great can thing, be though, done right? whenever. It, you know, that's it doesn't right. have to be. She doesn't have to sit at her. She doesn't do any of the 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 uh, marketing side. She just does my books. She used to handle phone calls and so forth. But um, you know, it it really works out well for us. We don't have kids. They're all grown and married and have kids of their own that are right. Many of them are getting grown and married as well. Well, you do have um, two kids living there at the house. 
Well, they're dogs. Yeah. <laughs> one one is sleeping at my feet right now. They're like the perfect kid, honestly. Yeah. Golden retrievers. Uh, there's just nothing better than a dog. You walk out of the house and forget something and come back 30 seconds later and like, oh my God, you're back. I, oh, I missed you. you <laughs> Don't ever leave forever. again. <laughs> right. Oh, that's funny. Well, okay. So we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, Ed, I really want to know, as we're now on the topic of working from home, what the single biggest challenge, single biggest challenge you have uh, while working from home, as well as your top tip to ensure you get things done. Now is a good time to mention our episode sponsor, F1 for Help. Founded in 2000, F1 for Help has been perfecting the art of computer repair and maintenance for almost 20 years. At F1 for Help, we offer a variety of services in-house and on-site, ranging from estimates to our popular general maintenance program and reloading your operating system as a part of a wipe and reload. If you want to take the cost out of IT, we recommend signing up for the F1 for Help Manages Services. If you have any questions, please give F1 for Help a call at 208-687-0183. F1 for Help. We clean windows, but we aren't janitors. Welcome back. And before the break, I asked uh, Ed a question, but during that sponsor spot, he was cracking up or something. I have no idea. Why are you laughing over there? Uh, My puppy came over and (laughs) sniffed me. (laughs) I don't think that's why, but that's okay. So before the break, I asked you, Ed, to share with us what the single biggest challenge you face uh, while working from home, as well as your top tip to ensure you get things done. Now, the getting getting things done part, that's that's easy. My I get up early. I do my work. Uh, discipline has never been an issue for me. Um, you know, 45 years, I've discipline is the thing. Uh, if you got the discipline to do it, do it. So the, the getting things done, it's just do it. Um, that sounds oversimplistic, but to me, I, I sit down at the desk somewhere between 4.35 a.m., I work hard until about 11, and then I, I eat lunch, take a nap, and I either go back to work or I, I work from the, from the couch with the laptop. So, uh, you know, to ensure that I get things done, that I just have too busy a business not to. Right. But the challenges that I face from work, actually, it, having been a professional musician and performing in front of tens of thousands of people on a weekly basis... Uh, millions and millions of people over my career, um, not being around a lot of people. That's the biggest challenge. So that kind of feeds you a little bit, huh? Yeah, being in the corporate environment was good because, you know, there was life around me. There were people around me. And, you know, I love my wife dearly. I love my dogs dearly. But honestly, I I go stir crazy. I do have to get out and see some other people. That's one of the reasons why networking is easy for me because I just have to get out and see some people. So, you know, the single biggest challenge I would have to say is just being alone, being alone in the office. And and it's funny you say that because there are, you know, more and more people, aside from the coronavirus issue that's going on right now, that work from home uh, or wherever, they make their own hours, okay? Being self-employed, things like that. And they need to be in a coffee shop or, you know, like the Innovation Collective or something like that to where there's people around. 
I don't have that need. When I'm actually getting my work done, I do appreciate being by myself, whether it's in the summer working from under the deck or on on the deck or in the winter down the basement. I move all the time, but I'm generally by myself because I can think then. Um, but then I set things aside and I do what you just said. You you go out and you, whether it's networking or just moving, right? Um, it's just interesting that I, I don't have that issue about, you know, working by myself. But I also seem, it seems like I, kind of incorporate into my day getting out of the house. Uh, and it's been a little bit more difficult now, but like just about an hour ago, I was picking up a prescription for Shelly and staying six feet away from everybody, <laughs> sanitizing everything, right? So yeah, yeah. Well, I ran across a post from PC Mag that talked about some tips for those new to working from home, as well as those who work from home all the time. These tips really shouldn't matter if you're used to it or not used to it. Um, but well, you know, we'll go through a couple of these and I think I sent you the list. So you may have that in front of you, but one is like maintain regular hours, right? You mentioned that right off the bat, you get up early and you seem to, um, really that is your wheelhouse time of the day and you get an enormous amount of things done. Those are the high priority kind of urgent things that need to be done. And then the rest of your day, you kind of pick up some other less urgent things. Is that kind of the way you do that? It is, you know, and it's funny, it, it goes back even to when I was in high school. Um, I'm, I've just always been a morning person. It was great in the Army, let me tell you. Going through basic training and being a morning person, it was marvelous because I would get up before Reveille. I'd take a leisurely shower. So, yeah, re- maintaining regular hours. Now, by regular hours, it, it doesn't mean that you got to get up early. It just means that you just do it at the same time every day. Right. And you you get programmed into doing it. Because with the seasonal change, it's difficult. Because, you know, here in North Idaho, uh, the winter hours at 4 o'clock in the morning, it is really, really dark. Yeah, and pretty summer, soon here, that's right. in the summer, it's already light at 4 o'clock in the that's morning. Right. And it, it's bright out there. So for some folks, if you have more of a light-based, uh, a luminosity-based right. working schedule. Um, living further away from the equator can be quite difficult for yeah, you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, so you mentioned you know, your morning routine. That's one of the things on this list. Create a morning routine. Now, the morning routine doesn't have to be at 4.30 or 5, as you mentioned. And we did, uh, we, we touched on that in an early, early episode of The Business Buffet a few months ago. Your wheelhouse could be, you know, if you wake up at 9.30, that's okay, but you're working till 6.30 or 7, right? You're, you have a later start of the day, and you're working later in the day. You're wrapping things up at 4 o'clock, 3.30, 5 o'clock, something like that. Uh, you've had your nap, right? Things like that. But your wheelhouse is early in the day. Know what your wheelhouse is. Know where you excel. It's kind of almost uh, a part of who we are. Is And, and a lot of people like myself included, I would love to wake up at 4.30 every day and get a great start on the day, but I don't know if my body is tuned that way. You know what I mean? Well, so. you, you know, and the, the key there, though, is, you know, I go to bed at 9 o'clock at night. 
So, you know, right. so I, my trade-off, yeah, I get up early, but I go to bed early. So it, it, it's a pretty big trade-off. You probably don't go to bed at 8, 30, 9 o'clock in the nope. evening time. Nope. You but, stay up and you, you work later. So you're, right. you know, we're conscious the same number of hours, basically, but we just move when our start time is. But with this create a morning routine, it, it's not written on the list like this, but it, this really comes into time management. We had a, an episode very early in the Business Buffet talking about time management. And time management is what we're talking about by creating a routine. Now, um, Phil, let me ask you, yeah. how do you put in your tasks for your daily routine? How, how do you know what you're going to do today, tomorrow, and the next day? So most of the time, my day includes the same thing every day. So my clients, I, I need to look in on them and their, all of their social platforms, make sure that nothing blew up overnight and everything, uh, any comments or whatever have been, re I'm responding to those as my client's voice. And so that stuff takes time and that has to happen every day. And then as the day goes on, I can do the rest of that from my phone, but I tend to like to do that from my uh, computer because I, I I still work much better from my computer and the keyboard. So I have those tasks are every day. Now, the other tasks are what change. And I will make sure that I have those either in an Evernote or I've started to use notes more on my Apple, on my MacBook, uh, because it go it it's just easier to get in and out of them than Evernote. But whatever I do, they're on every device. So wherever I am, I know uh, kind of how I'm doing through the day, going through the day. Uh, there's always something that needs to be done. I've kind of got my high priority things, my mid priority things, and then my lower priority things. They're all priorities, but some have a higher sense of urgency. Uh, things like, you know, social media marketing world, I'm still catching up on some of the presentations I wasn't able to see when I was there. And so those are a little lower priority. But if I'm working on a client for with Instagram or Twitter or LinkedIn or something like that, and I need to brush up on something, then I go, then that priority gets raised, right? And so I will watch that presentation, kind of feed myself a little bit more, do some research, things like that. Does that answer your question? It does. It does. Now, how about people um, that are now? You have Kay and I have Shelly. We're, we're kind of actually, Shelly's not my problem. It's the little white dog. She's the problem when she needs um, attention, or she's feeling a little hungry for a treat. She'll just go and tap at the door, and you know. So I let her out, and she will break my concentration more than anything. It really frustrates me sometimes. Um, I'm surprised she hasn't decided to come into this room and say, um, you know, I need to go out like now. Stop your recording. But uh, what about people that are around your space? Because we're in a very unique position. We don't have a lot of people, but there are some people are having to work at home that have kids around and like a lot of people. You know, that's the number one complaint that I hear. Now, before I lose the thought, I'm just thinking that, you know, I could I could really get you in trouble with some creative <laughs> editing there, you know, that between Shelly and your little white dog. But I digress. Oh. Maybe that will be a blooper reel. Uh, you know, the number one complaint that I hear from people, you know, I couldn't work from home because I, I would just never be able to get something done. You know, and that's more a process of, you know, have a space allocated to do yeah. your work. Dedicated um, space. You know, 
I, I've, I've referenced my friend Frank. Uh, Frank used to get up every day. He worked from home. He'd get up every day, and he wore a suit and tie. And I, you know, Phil used to do the, you used to do the same thing. Whenever I'd see you at a networking, you have a coat and tie on. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't see you with a coat and tie on right now working from home, but no. Frank, he would, <clears throat> he had a coat and tie on. And that's I asked a mindset. him, why do you have a coat? Yep. That's he, a mindset. He, I asked, why do you have it? He said, well, dress for success. If yeah. I'm dressed, I feel successful. I'm going to be successful. So it's same thing with where you work in your office designate a space and then keep everybody out. You know, uh, we talk about working from home and I certainly I'm dressed down, but I am dressed. There are some people who work from home and just stay in pajamas and stuff. And that, you know, I'm not going to judge that at all, but that's not something I can do. Um, because it's a mindset to me. And, and I agree with Frank hundred percent dress for success. And then really it's, it's anything you do, right? Um, how about uh, show up to meetings, things like that? You know, we're going to have an actual um, episode. I think the next main dish is going to have something to do with, you know, confer- video conferencing, right? Right, right. How do you work when, during a pandemic? Yeah, so that'll be really good. So there's that you can uh, um, to keep connected and things like that. Over communicate is better than under communicating. Um, anything else you can think of, of things that you really should think about when, when working from home? You know, the benefit of working from home again is now you can set your own schedule. You can get up and move and that's the key. Um, you get up and move, uh, working at your desk. I mean, me, especially I'll, I'll sit down at the desk at four 30 and I won't even look at the clock until 11 and realize I'm hungry. That, right. That's usually a bad thing. But get up. What happens is we become um, locked into the mundane activity of doing our work. And we forget that our body is meant to be moving. And if we don't move, then we start to feel uncomfortable. And it's that psychology of the process that messes with us. And before long, uh, we become more inefficient in our home office. So, Really, the key of what we're talking about here, bringing back in the music aspect mm-hmm. from which we started, right? it's to eliminate the mundane so that your efficiency and your output level, the quality of output, is maintained at the high level your customers demand. Exactly. So everybody is different with that regards. I, you know, I have, I have a puppy who reminds me that I have to stop doing what I'm doing and hug on her. Right. And right. she gives, she gives great hugs and she does it every hour or she'll bring the tennis ball and it's like, okay, it's a play, play break. That's right. Um, That's right. She's done it twice since we've been in this conference call. So, <clears throat> you know, funny. get something, it may be something that you have to have external to help you, you know, get right. a dog. Yeah. I mean, if you're not a dog person, exactly. get a dog. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, we started these uh, little tips with maintain regular hours, hours and create a morning routine. How about end your day with routine as well? And that goes with podcasts. And so we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, in closing, 
Working from home shouldn't be much different than working from your office or business, except the commute will be much better. It should be better if it's not something really wrong. So my commute is either 20 feet or 40 feet, depending on the season. So uh, Ed and I will give each of uh, our top three tips that we use, okay, working from home. Mine are these. Don't sleep in. Get dressed right away if possible. Have an itinerary of work to do, places to go, people to see. Now, you can't go places like, you know, we've used to be able to, but you can still go in the backyard. You can still meet up with someone in a conference call, things like that. So have that itinerary of work to do, places to go, people to see. Ed, how about you? So happiness. Work is a product of your well-being. So first and foremost, make sure that you're allowing yourself to be put into a happy place. Don't get up and look at your kid's report card. (laughs) Or don't do something that's going to make you unhappy. Um, Don't turn on the news. For goodness sakes, do not turn on the news. You shouldn't do that anyway. No. Well, eventually. I I mean, you got to be connected. So number one, be happy. Number two, be nimble. Your life is full of activity, and there's people far, far more important than work. We work to support our life, not the other way around. We don't live to work. We work to live. It is just a means to an end. Mm -hmm. So be nimble. Maintain the flexibility to do something different. My wife comes in and says she wants to take a ride. I put the phones on hold and we take a ride. We want to be able to enjoy the life because there's so precious few days that we're granted. Can't get time back. And and I guess the third one is learn how to cook. Because if if you can't cook well, uh, you know, yeah, you can marry somebody who's a gourmet cook, but honestly, you got to cook well. This goes back to my first one, be happy. I look at, maybe this is why I'm 300 pounds now that I think about it. (laughs) That's super funny. But, you know, I I end the day on a happy note as well. And for me, I'm happy what I'm eating. So, um, no, but in in all seriousness, learning to cook, it gets your mind into doing something different. Yeah. It doesn't have to be um, you're making a complicated meal. But it's an act of service to somebody else. If you're if you're living alone, cook a meal and take it to a friend. Oh, that's good. Uh, I, I'm using this as an example. There's a hundred other things you can do besides learn to cook. Take up a hobby that is a gift to somebody else. Finish every single day in service to somebody else. And what that will do is it'll cap off the meaning of why we just spent the whole day working by ourselves. Boom. So why do I have Bobby McFerrin in my mind right now? Yeah, I don't know. Don't worry. Be happy. Yeah. It's too bad I don't have the track programmed in to just play. I guess I could ask Siri. (laughs) There you go. Uh, So I might end with a a quote, but I also might have a joke since everyone needs to laugh a little bit right now. Actually, can I can I put in a PSA? Can yes. I, can I give a service? And, um, yes, please. So, do. Uh, with the times the way they are right now, and you know, I hate to end with thoughts about the virus after I just talked about being happy. Two thirds of the tips that I give, um, 
they just released the, the White House just released an announcement. Uh, this kind of goes along with the 15 days to slow the spread. Mm-hmm. Um, they they released the appropriate time uh, to change from your daytime PJs to your nighttime PJs. So, you know, right now it's appropriate at 8 p.m. to go from your daytime pajamas to your nighttime pajamas. So, remember, <laughs> 8 o'clock, that's, that's when you change from your daytime pajamas to your nighttime pajamas. So, the PSA is your prolonged sappy announcement? Exactly, right. <laughs> so, maybe I don't have time for a joke since that was the joke. That was a real announcement. I saw it on Facebook. Oh, it must be true. So here's my joke. We need to wrap this up at some point. Uh, this is a one-time joke of the week, okay? Unless kind of people beg for it. All right. So the other day at the bank, an older lady asked me to check her balance. So I pushed her over. I know. <laughs> this is the only place I could get away with saying that joke. It's very funny. I laughed when I read it. It could be a. It could be me too. Someone asked me. You know, I asked somebody for my balance, and they pushed me over. There you go. Is that better? And Ed is stopped it's talking. Worse. <laughs> okay. So you got a quote of the day. Yep. And we're gonna wrap it up. The greater the difficulty, the more the glory in surmounting it. Now that's from uh, Epicurus, who is a Greek philosopher. I'm not gonna go into what he did, but he is way back in the day. But that. You know, we're in a very difficult time right now. The greater the difficulty, the more the glory in surmounting it. Go surmount this issue. Be proactive. Work through it. Don't be a a victim. uh, And just keep eating hearty in business. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Business Buffet Podcast. If you came in hungry for some substantial business nuggets, we hope we left you satisfied. Pardon me. We invite you to visit our website, businessbuffet.page. Until next time, we hope you eat hearty in business.